0: Hello, and welcome to the Kaiser Twins Podcast. Our podcast will cover and compare two Supreme Court cases where people go against the school. The two cases we are covering are Brown v. Board of Education and Regents of the University of California versus Backe, and we hope you enjoy it. Part 1 Background Who was involved in the Brown v. Board of Education case? Linda Brown and her sister had to walk through a dangerous railroad, switch yard, to get to the bus stop for the ride to their all-black elementary school. There was a school closer to the Browns' house, which would prevent the dangerous journey, but it was only for white students. The Kansas Board of Education segregated against African Americans. No one, and especially children, should not have to go through such struggles to get a quality and fair education. Now for the Regents of the University of California versus Bakke, who was involved. Alan P. Bakke, the petitioner, was an engineer and former marine, marine officer who sought admission to the medical school, but was rejected for admission due in part to his age and race. Bakke was 33 years old while applying, and therefore considered too old by at least two institutions. After twice being rejected by the University of California in 1973 and seventy-four, he brought suit in state court challenging the constitutionality of the school's affirmative action program. What happened in the Brown v. Board of Education case... The NAACP and Thurgood Marshall took up the Brown v. Board of Education case, which also covered similar cases in South Carolina, Virginia, and Delaware. Oliver Brown was a minister in his local Topeka, Kansas community and the petitioner of the case as he argued against Kansas' segregation laws against African Americans. Linda Brown and her family also argued that the Kansas school system violated the 14th Amendment. Segregation in any way should not be allowed and it must be stopped. Now for what happened in the Backe v. University of California. The school reserved 16 places in each entering class of 100 for qualified minorities as part of the University's Affirmative Action Program in an effort to redress long-standing unfair minority exclusions from the medical profession. Backe's qualifications exceeded those of any of the minority students admitted in the two years Backe's applications were rejected. Backe contended first in the California courts than in the Supreme Court, that he was excluded from admission solely on the basis of race. The majority opinion of the court from the California Supreme Court was to strike down the program as a violative of the rights of white applicants and ordered Bakke admitted. The U.S. Supreme Court accepted the case amid wide public attention where they agreed. I agree with the sentiment of the court that the University of California's policies were violative of the rights of white applicants and should have been struck down accordingly. The Brown v. Board of Education case began in Topeka, Kansas in the 1950s. The argument began in 1952 and it was decided on May 17, 1954. At this time there was much racial tension and it was great there was a firm stance taken against segregation and discrimination. The Bakke case initially occurred at the University of California Davis School of Medicine, otherwise known as UC Davis. When Alan Bakke applied and was rejected in 1973 and 74, the case would begin to be argued on October 12, 1977 and was decided on June 26, 1978. This time period is nothing compared to the segregation faced during my partner's case, but still had much racial tension during the arguing of the case. How and why was it brought to the Supreme Court? The Brown v. Board of Education name was given to five separate cases concerning segregation in public schools. These cases were Brown v. Board of Education of Topeka Briggs v. Elliott, Davis v. Board of Education of Prince Edward County, Virginia, Bowling v. Sharp, and Gebhardt v. Ethel. These cases were similar to the final case and centered around the constitutionality of state-sponsored segregation. Brown v. Board of Education made it to the Supreme Court since in the original jurisdiction, the three-judge panel and the U.S. District Court heard the oral argument and ruled in favor of the school boards. The Brown v. Board of Education case was appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court after the Appellate Court by the Browns who stated that segregated schools could never be equal. The Brown v. Board of Education case should have been resolved in favor of Brown long ago, but it is great and admirable that people continue to fight for justice until they earned it. Now for how and why Bakke was brought to the Supreme Court. In order to increase diversity, many public universities adopted affirmative action programs. This would occur to Alan Bakke when he was on the wrong side of this policy and tried to apply to the University of California, which would later spark the famous case known today. Affirmative action programs, particularly those that relied on quotas or specific race-based distinctions, quickly became controversial. Opponents argued that they were unconstitutional because they were reverse discrimination and violated the idea that an individual's race should not be considered under any circumstances. The courts began to struggle with these issues beginning in the original jurisdiction and District Court of Yellow County, California, which declared this policy unconstitutional, then moved to the Appellate Court, the Supreme Court of California, after the University of California appealed where they used oral arguments to further argue their brief. Following these actions, it was inevitable that the Supreme Court would be forced to confront them. If I was Bakke, I would have also argued the same reasons for bringing and arguing this case in a court, as it was a clear form of discrimination. Part 2. The Supreme Court. What was the Supreme Court ruling regarding your case? The court ruling and opinion of the court was decided by Supreme Court Justice Earl Warren and a unanimous majority decision in favor of Brown. The Supreme Court held that separate but equal facilities were unequal and violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. Unlike many cases, there was actually no concurring opinion since Earl Warren's opinion was endorsed by all members. Whitey's Waring issued a dissenting opinion in which he called segregation in education an evil that must be eradicated. In Delaware the court found that the 11 black children named in the case were entitled to attend the white school in their communities. It is amazing how not so long ago there was so much discrimination and how this case ruled in favor of Brown. Life has changed significantly for the better since all people are treated more equally. So what was the ruling in the Bakke vs. Regents at the University of California? The Supreme Court had four plurality opinions and no majority opinion, meaning there was neither a dissenting or a concurring opinion. The first being a 5-4 decision in favor of Bakke, stating the Civil Rights Act of 1964 provided Bakke a cause of action. The second being a 5-4 decision in favor of the University of California, stating the Civil Rights Act of 1964 does not prohibit the university's race-based admissions program. The third being another 5-4 decision in favor of the University of California, stating the Equal Protection Clause permits race to be one factor among many in an admissions program. The fourth being a 5-4 decision in favor of Bakke, stating that the Equal Protection Clause prohibits the university's specific race-based admissions program, and that Bakke shall be admitted. In the end, the case was decided by Justice Powell and the Supreme Court, where they ended up ruling that a university's use of racial quotas in its admissions process was unconstitutional, but a school's use of affirmative action to accept more minority applicants was constitutional in some circumstances. I agree with the Supreme Court's decision, and if I were the one sitting there, I would have surely been on the side where they struck down the University of California's affirmative action policies. Main arguments for both sides of the Brown v. Board of Education case. The Brown family lawyers had a brief that argued that segregation by law implied that African Americans were inherently inferior to whites. For these reasons, they asked the court to strike down segregation under the law. Attorneys for Topeka argued that the separate schools for non-whites in Topeka were equal in every way and conformed with the Plessy standard. Buildings, the courses of study it offered, and the quality of teachers were completely comparable. They argued some programs for minority children were better than those offered at, at the white schools. They pointed to the Plessy decision of 1896 to support segregation and argued that they had created equal facilities even though races were segregated. They argued discrimination by race did not harm children. It still wows me how someone could support segregation. The people in favor of Brown kept the same argument for such a long time and finally got what they fought for. Now for the main arguments of both sides of Bakke v. Regents of the University of California case. Bakke and Hitler submitted a brief and argued against the University of California, alleging the 14th Amendment does not allow a state to impose distinctions based upon race. The belief that some forms of discrimination based on race, like reverse discrimination, might be less harmful than others is irrelevant to the Equal Protection Clause. The Regents of the University of California argued that the 14th Amendment states that people should be treated equally, not the same. Treating people equally means giving less privileged individuals what they need in order to be on equal footing with more privileged peers. The opinion of the court was ruled that a university's use of racial quotas in its admissions process was unconstitutional, but a school's use of affirmative action to accept more minority applicants was constitutional in some circumstances. I agree with the court's decision that the university's policies were unconstitutional, and i am amazed that the university would argue against that. Brown v. Board of Education in 1954 was a landmark case since it struck down the doctrine of separate but equal established by the earlier Supreme Court case Plessy v. Ferguson. In Brown, the court ruled racial segregation in public schools inherently unequal and unconstitutional based on the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The decision contributed to the civil rights movement that struck down segregation laws during the 1960s. Brown v. Board of Education deserves to be named a landmark case which made America a better place and it influenced people like me who now look at the case and do their best to stop racism. Regents of the University of California v. Bakke was a landmark decision by the Supreme Court of the United States. It upheld affirmative action allowing race to be one of several factors in college admission policy. I agree that this was a landmark case and its final decision should be remembered and upheld. Thank you for listening to the Luke and Tom podcast. We hope you enjoyed and have a great day.